Welcome to the Impact Alumni Podcast. I'm Paul Clifford, and I am your host. I am the president and CEO of the East Carolina Alumni Association, and I produce this podcast at least monthly uh, to provide free and convenient professional development for alumni relation practitioners around the world. And I'm excited to have with me as a guest today, Kathy Hart from the North Carolina State Alumni Association. Welcome to the podcast, Kathy. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Now, Kathy wears many hats uh, for the NC State Alumni Association, but she's also the director of Wolf Tracks, which is their educational travel program. And so that's what we're going to focus our conversation on today. You know, educational travel is... Um, is a, is a part of many alumni programs around the country, and yet uh, it's it's a program that a lot of schools struggle with. And so I I thought it might be good to have Kathy on the show to talk a little bit about it. Well, Kathy, let's let's start right at the beginning and talk about how you would define educational travel as opposed to um, a social trip you may take with your family or personal travel. Well, I think the educational travel um, is is very. It offers a lot of opportunities. You, when you get there, all um, trips are guided with a, an expert guide in the culture of, of the area that they're going to. So that when folks travel, they get to travel as a, um, with their fellow alumni, but they're getting a lot of enrichment from from the guides, and it's it's a very rich experience for them. Talk a little bit about why alumni associations have travel programs. You know, we build our programs to somewhat mimic the student experience and re-engage alumni back into the to the university. But talk a little bit about how a travel program where you get groups of people to go abroad together, how that builds strong connections to the institution and how it benefits the university. Well, it is all about building connections. I mean, that's the whole point of, I think, of the travel program is to... to uh to not only offer that enrichment that they get educationally, but to offer them to connections with one another as they see the world. And I've got, had groups who have, um, you know, who've gone off and they come back and they become um, lifelong friends. I mean, it, it connects them to one another. It connects them to the alumni association, and it connects them to NC State University, and it leaves a positive impression for them of the university as well as the alumni association. And so I think it's just a it's a win win on all fronts, and um, and and you know. Folks really enjoy it, and they benefit from it, and they make new friends. Talk to us a little bit about your program, the the Wolf Treks uh, travel program that you have there at North Carolina State, and uh, just to, to bring people up to speed with what your program looks like and how it's been built. Okay. Well, I've been running the program, I think, for about five or six years now, and we had it kind of um, died down when I took it over, and we've been building it back up. And we offer anywhere from about 25 to 30 destinations a year. Um, and we offer, try to offer a variety of experiences. Some of our trips are cruises. Some of them are land programs. Some of them are like one week, week long, um, land programs. And some of them are more, are longer and more intense. So we try to offer a variety of experiences for people as well as a variety of destinations. Um, I think, you know, with a lot of travel programs, some destinations sell better than others. Um, uh, and, and, and so, we try to repeat those. I mean, for us, I think Egypt sells really well. Um, China has always sold really well. Often I think it's places where people um, don't feel comfortable going on their own and like the security of going in a group. Uh, so those are the kind of things that uh, that we look for. Um, we also have begun a young alumni travel program, and we're offering a destination uh, next year for our young alumni in the ages of 21 to 35. And then we also have a student travel um, 
program that's for those students who are graduating. We'll also allow juniors who are between their junior and senior year, but it's primarily aimed at students who are graduating. It's a quick um, 14-day trip through Europe for them to get sort of a taste of Europe. And so those are the kind of things that we're offering right now. You're listening to the Impact Alumni Podcast. I'm Paul Clifford, and we're talking with Kathy Hart, the director of Wolf Tracks Travel Program at the North Carolina State Alumni Association. So, Kathy, say somebody, your phone rings in your office, and it's an alumni relations professional from XYZ University, and they're saying, we want to start a travel program. Uh, where, what advice would you give them? How would you tell them to get started? Well, I would I'd tell them to call some of their fellow travel coordinators at other universities um, and ask them a lot of questions <laughs> about how they've begun their program and how they have their program tailored to meet the needs of their alumni. I would also suggest that uh, they attend the educational travel conference that's held each year, um, and usually in it's usually in either late January or February, because that um, everybody sort of. All the, the, tra- the tour operators are there, as well as the travel coordinators from the alumni associations. And there's also travel coordinators there, I guess, from museums and zoos and such. And it's a great opportunity to sort of um, to meet all these people and then to, to, to share ideas. And that, I found that invaluable when I started the travel program. In fact, I went, I think, within a couple of uh, a, a couple of months of starting the program, and that. The, the information that I got there was just invaluable to sort of getting our our program jump started. So at this uh, the educational travel conference, which is hosted annually, um, you brought up uh, vendors and travel consultants are are at this conference and probably are big sponsors of this conference. That leads to, to my next question: How do you go about choosing a travel vendor or a travel partner? Again, I, I relied heavily on my colleagues and folks that uh, I, I talked with them and got feedback about who was working well with them, uh, what kind of experiences their alumni were having, um, and that's the way I chose tour operators. Um, I, you know, there were several that came you know, quickly to mind, Go Hagen Alumni Holidays, and then I also um, had started a relationship with Odysseys Unlimited uh, because they did small group travel, which really fit our um, demographics really well. So they tailor their trips for folks usually in groups of 18 to 24. And since we were just, um, you know, launching and relaunching our travel program, that was a a really good fit for us. But, um, you know, I rely heavily on my colleagues, and I rely heavily on colleagues of of universities who are similar to ours, Georgia Tech, for instance. You know, they have a demographic very similar to ours, and so those the, the tour companies that they use um, are often really good fits for us as well. So in marketing your trips, you, you mentioned that you run 30 trips annually, uh, up to 30 trips uh, every year. Um, what are some tips to, to marketing the programs? What's the target audience? How do you get the word out about your trips? Well, most of the tour operators um, will produce brochures for you, and so that's the primary method for getting the word out. Um, and our our tours are aimed primarily at those probably between the ages of 55 and 75. That's the bulk of our travelers, um, except, again, for the young alumni trips we're doing. But um, the, the companies produce brochures for them. I, I provide a mailing list of, of alums in that age range um, with primary emphasis on those who already have some sort of involvement with the university, either as primarily alumni association member or a donor or a volunteer in some way. And so those are those are the prime target folks that we add 
to those lists. And then I also do um, a monthly electronic newsletter, and I remind folks about discounts and discount deadlines and upcoming trips and, and brochures that are about to appear in the mail and, and um, just provide them some general sometimes travel tips as well in that, and that's the other way I sort of market. And we have an ad in every alumni magazine, and, um, and I also do a little ad that um, – that appears on some of our other emails that just has a wolf pe- wolf track name on it, and folks can click on it and go into the our list of uh, travel opportunities for the future. And so those are some of the ways I market our program. Kathy, talk a little bit about how um, major things that might happen around the world have an impact on travel programs. And I guess what I'm alluding to is, you know, the major impact that 9-11 had to travel and, and more recently how the downturn in the economy. How has NC State shift their strategy um, based on those kind of major worldwide kind of happenings? Well, I think it's really kind of hard to you know, to do that because often you're, in the middle of it before you get, you know what's happening. So with the, especially with the economy, we just kind of had to ride that out. I mean, our, our travel program probably dropped in numbers, um, almost in half, not quite, but maybe two thirds less than had, uh, I mean, a third less than it had been the year before. And, um, we just basically had to, um, to, to ride it out until the next year. And then the next year we, we doubled our numbers again. So it was just, you know, um, it was just one of those things that you had to, sort of to get through and I think travel is affected by some of those kind of things the economy certainly um, I mean right now we've got a, a travel alert for Europe and I've had you know calls from the tour companies this week but you know they're assuring people that it's safe that they just need to keep the alert in mind and they need to be aware of their surroundings uh, at all times and you know just be a little extra careful but you know I, I don't think those kind of I think our world is people are are less are I guess we'll say desensitized to those kind of things. They're more willing to take a chance, and they, as long as they want to see, you know, see something, they're willing to go. Well, that, that brings me to my next question, and that's risk management. Certainly, there's some personal risk when anyone goes on a trip, but when you put together a group package and, and attach an institution's name to it, there's some institutional risk involved. Talk about some things that uh, your colleagues around the country may want to know about some of the ways that you all manage risk. Well, we manage risk. I mean, I always, you know, again, you, you choose reputable tour companies who have insurance themselves. Um, and then we also offer our travelers travel insurance. Um, and that's a big a part of what we do as well. I always tell folks, you know, um, whether you purchase our travel insurance or someone else's, I recommend it for everyone because you never know what's going to happen between now and the time that you leave on your trip. And um, so, so we really, I really endorse travel insurance because I think that, um, you, again, it's a, it, it offers your traveler some security if they were to, I have, I've had folks who've had to cancel less than, you know, 30 days prior to departure or within 30 days of prior to departure and they forfeit the entire cost of the trip unless they had the travel insurance. And so that's a really hard conversation to have to have with someone. Um, so that's why I really um, encourage folks to, to purchase travel insurance. Well, I'm sure by attending the the educational travel conference uh, every year, and and my in my experience in working uh, and meeting other uh, alumni relations professionals that are responsible for responsible for travel programs, um, 
they are very good at telling stories. So share with us maybe a story of an incident that happened on a trip or uh, whether it's good, bad, or, or indifferent, um, uh, you know, something that crazy that has happened to you while on a trip and how you uh, assess the situation and uh, um, were able to, you know, deal with that. Well, I'm not sure I can think of it. Actually, on one of my trips, they've all gone fairly flawlessly. Um, I've got, however, I've got a our alumni magazine editor, um, Becky Morphus, is with a group of mine right now in Turkey, and I just got an email from her just just less than five minutes before we accepted this phone call, where she's got a traveler who's um, you know he's ill, he's she's coughing, and and the doctor on the trip recommended that this person, this traveler, go to the hospital. So I've got an email from Becky that she's on the way to the hospital with one of our um, one, of, one of our travelers who's ill on the trip. But that's also a great uh, endorsement for having a host on the trip from the university. So she was able to be there and to go with our traveler and, you know, provide them some comfort and uh, during this, you know, which could, what can't, what could be a very sort of trying experience in a foreign country. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. You know, I was just thinking, it's always something, right, when when you send a trip out. It always is. <laughs> There's always some little little glitch somewhere along the way. Well, we've been talking with Kathy Hart, and you're listening to the Impact Alumni Podcast. Well, Kathy, I just want to thank you for joining us today and allowing us to pass some of these tips on to colleagues throughout the alumni relations professional. We greatly appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Well, that's it for the Impact Alumni Podcast. Again, you can send us feedback and connect to the show. Visit our website at alumnipodcast.com for other episodes of the show and send us email at paul.clifford at alumnipodcast.com. You can, can, you can subscribe to the Impact Alumni Podcast on the iTunes Music Store. Just visit alumnipodcast.com to subscribe. Follow the show or become a fan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Get involved in the conversation on these social media sites send me a tweet I'm on Twitter at at Impact Alumni uh, thanks for joining us today and uh, we look forward to talking more alumni relations with you in the future take care bye